Hello, everyone. Hello, listeners. My name is Matt Armando. I'm your host, Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Emily and Matt. Hmm. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Um, but I'm fine with it, just so you know. I agree it doesn't have the same ring to it, but I was trying to, you know, I like, sometimes I like to change up the way I do the beginning to just, you know, make it fun for me. Um, and I didn't plan that. I just did it. I was like, how am I going to do this one? I'm going to say the name backwards. Yeah, you're going to say your own name first. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's both. It's your name first and it's the names backwards. <laughs> how do you uh, how do you pronounce your name backwards? Mine's Tam. She's thinking. E- Not working it out loud <laughs> like I might have e- on a podcast. Elemi. 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 I think. <laughs> Elemi. Spell your name backwards. Mine's really easy to spell backwards. I should. I, I guess I have a little advantage. Yeah, you do. Um, I was. I'm literally in my head thinking about Matthew spelled backwards, and I, I can do it, but uh, it's harder than Matt. <laughs> spell it backwards. Start. Just go. Backwards or say it backwards. Uh, no, just spell it backwards. Oh, I can't do that. I'm not gonna even try. Uh, all right, now pronounce it backwards. Wa-tam. Yeah, I would say, I would have said, Wu-tam? 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 Anyways. This isn't word study. This is a podcast, listeners. <laughs> yeah, this is I not hope... a class in school where we learn about phonics. Yeah, that might have been this the most boring fact... thing we've ever talked about. <laughs> this is, in fact, a podcast. But you know what? It's crazy. I don't know what this podcast is about. Should I tell the listener? Can you teach me? Can you teach me and not the listeners? Oh, okay. Listeners, listeners, don't listen to this part. <laughs> take, what, take your butts out. What? The H. What the H? Is this podcast? Uh, all right. I'll I'll let you know the heck this podcast is about. So basically, it's TBD with. Well, I mean, for me, TBD with Matt and Emily. That's I I say the whole thing every time I say it. Now it's my new thing. I used to just say TBD, but now I'm sure to say our names. It's a branding thing. Uh, what what does that all stand for? Okay, so TBD, if you just take T, the letter T, the letter B, the letter D as an acronym, that means to be determined. That's just like a, that's a, a turn of phrase people use sometimes, an acronym. Um, well, we took that acronym and we squeezed the word T into it, T-E-A, which is a beverage that Emily and I both greatly enjoy. Uh, possibly my greatest pleasure in life is drinking tea. <laughs> Yes. Wow. I, I'm going to say I don't, I don't, I mean, I love drinking tea. Nope. Greatest pleasure. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you know what else gives me great pleasure are my friends. <laughs> uh, and this is the podcast about tea and friendship. It's about both those things. Now, what do we have our friends do? We don't just have them come on here and shoot the shit with us, although that is certainly part of it. And some might say that's most of what this episode has been so far. Uh, but they will bring topics. Uh, and and that is what the that, that is the to be determined aspect, because we don't know. Emily and I, uh, if we have a, if we have a third person, we won't know their topic. If Emily has a topic, which is the case today. I don't know it. Uh, or in the other circumstance where I have the topic, Emily won't know it. Wow, that was a pretty long-winded one, but I think I got through it all. <laughs> wow, you really did it. Um, yeah, you really did it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there was a baseball coming toward you, mm-hmm. and you swung your bat, and you just hit it right out of the park. You know, I you just said that, and I was thinking I was supposed to catch it, but I'm realizing it's it's for it's for a home run. I'm supposed to hit a home run with this baseball. <laughs> yeah, you hit it out of the park. Um, there we go, out of the park. I mean, you could hit a double if you want. I just don't know if you could choose. Why, why are you not hitting a home run? Uh, can I pick? I'm, I'm going to hit an inside the park home run. Too much work. No. But I'm fast. I could probably do it. I'm, I'm really quick. But, it, you know, it really relies on other people messing up, I think. Well, it's also about the... the it, can, it can not be... Well, first of all, it's all of the pitcher messing up, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, inside the park could just be that it had a weird ricochet or something. Because, because if the players actually mess up, it would be called an error... And it would not be granted home run status. It would be, it would be like a double plus a, plus an error or something like that. Um, so it would have to like hit the wall in a weird way and like bounce away from the outfielder. Um, 
or like just be a, just be hitting just the right part of the ballpark. Anyways, I want to hit my ball into just the right part of the ballpark for an inside the park home run. No, I'd rather just hit it way out of the park and just have a casual jog around the bases. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Can't get hurt that way. Um, although I did one time see someone get hurt that way. They like ruptured their Achilles tendon running the, just jogging the bases. That's upsetting. They had to be taken out of the game and then they're not credited credited with scoring the run. I think it's still- They didn't a home- even let them finish the run? Well, because they literally couldn't go, they couldn't continue walking. <laughs> so does someone have to come pinch in? I, I, did they literally like, I can't go any further. He collapsed and was he out? Or do they just give him the run? I think they, they, they give them a pinch runner. So they, they replace the person. So the, the, the stat of run, which means that you crossed home plate, you would not receive that stat. Uh, I think you get credit for the home run, but not for the run scored. <laughs> but did you get a... Um, RBI? Run RBI, bat. yeah. I think you get the RBI because you did bat in the run. You just did not score the run yourself. <laughs> I'm going to say something that I think might offend you. <laughs> yeah. Stats are dumb. This is dumb. Stats are dumb. Um, I would say that I don't, I'm not a big fan of the run scored stat. <laughs> so you can call that stat as dumb as you want. I'd say that there are good stats and there are bad stats. Um, much like there is in anything, but baseball especially. I don't, I'm, I'm more of an advanced analytics person. So I'm sure, oh uh, <laughs> well, I'm like, it's like Moneyball and all that stuff. It's it's a popular uh, thing to think about. Listen, I, I know what it is. I'm just saying, I'm just here to say, I agree that this run scored thing is not necessarily important. Uh, and I agree. <laughs> Moving on. Um, how yeah. you been? How have I been? Wow. What a question. I'm great. Fantastic. Could not imagine a better world to be living in, country to be living in. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Uh, you know who's president when this comes out? <laughs> I was just gonna say this is going to be released in a a Biden presidency. This is the, we are currently still in a Trump presidency. This is the last Trump podcast for for us. It's like it's like Schrodinger's pre- presidency. Yeah, somehow. I mean, I honestly don't really know if he's still president because I feel like he's not really doing anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he still has the presidency, so. Yeah, it's just weird because, like, I think because he's not on Twitter anymore, it's just like he's just, like, invisible. <laughs> like, he, I don't know. I don't watch, the, like, I don't, like, watch the news. And maybe he's on the news there sometimes, but that ain't my life right now. Well, okay. How are you doing? Are you going to watch? Oh, am I going to watch the inauguration? Yeah. Uh, I might. Uh, what time is it? <laughs> I think, well, I mean, it's at noon. I mean... I think he gets sworn at at noon. Should I watch to watch the Foo Fighters or Lady Gaga? I I just have heard um, the New Radicals are performing. Yeah, people are making and Garth Brooks. Make people are making fun of the New Radicals. Like uh, they're like, and there there's I I saw this one tweet like several times talking about like a bunch of other bands from the '90s not being invited, and I'm like. First of all, some of these bands are still bands. They're still active bands. Like someone mentioned Beck. I was like, Beck still puts out albums, bro. <laughs> um, anyways, I I mostly uh, saw the Foo Fighters. People are mad at the Foo Fighters. Uh, or, you know, people who are of a certain pol- political leaning are mad that their favorite band does not support them. Um, which I think is interesting because, I, I mean, honestly, if it's not country music or a couple of metal bands... I feel like you're in hot water if you're um, if you think that your band is Republican. <laughs> um, I Garth Brooks is performing. Sure. What song he'll sing? I was big into Garth Brooks as a kid. Wow. I'd go as far as say I don't listen to his music that much anymore, but I'm gonna say I'm big into Garth Brooks now. Uh, maybe you should give it a listen sometime soon. Figure it out. I, I mean, like, when I hear his songs, I'm like, that is a good song. That is a mm. good song. I'm happy I'm listening to this song. But right now, I'm still really wrapped up in a folklore evermore world, so I can't really listen to anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Should we move tea on? Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. 
while we didn't say the same thing at the same time, we did go into the exact same segment at the exact same moment. <laughs> I, I didn't, I decided I didn't want to do a seg- segue at all. I just wanted to do it. Yeah. Well, I was busy segueing at the se- parallel segue intro. We did them at the same time. Matt, we're talking to you today. Wow. Um, I want you to go first. What tea are you drinking today? Wow. So I... This is a little this little Christmas prezi I got uh, this uh, very recently. It was a post Christmas Christmas prezi. Um, so this is a brand new tea. Never had it before. Never talked about it before. Never even thought about it before. Oh, I'd say forty minutes ago. <laughs> uh, it is an herbal tea by Tivana. Wow. Um, it is called Beach Bellini. That is not okay. not peach like what's in a Bellini. But beach, like the ocean with sand, it rhymes with peach. You see where the pun's coming from now? Oh, oh, I get it. Okay, so uh, importantly, before I get into what's in this drink, I got to tell you, it's non-alcoholic. It says it right here. In case you think this Bellini has alcohol in it, it does not. Oh, goodness. Um, can't be having a drunk co-host. Well, I'm drunk, but for other reasons. Oh, okay. uh, this is a, uh, yeah, so Beach Bellini flavored herbal tea with pieces of pineapple and mango. Um, let's see, the ingredients. Real pineapple, papaya, and mango come together with fruit flavors, rose petals, and tangerine peel in this tropical blend that tastes like a splash of summer sunshine. Inspired by the classic champagne cocktail, it's delicious whether served hot or iced. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I will say this is a bagged tea as well. I got these are bags in here. This is not loose leaf. Um, and uh, yeah, it tastes uh, it tastes pretty beachy. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. 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 So. I think I I'm in a tea group on Facebook, and I feel like someone was talking about this tea. Interesting. That's uh, all. Well, they were trying to find another company, like dis, 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 discontinued one of their teas, and so they were asking for replacement teas because they liked this other tea, and someone suggested this Beach Bellini tea. Did David's tea discontinue their Bellini tea that I also have? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm. I've told you everything I know. All right. Um, and if it was um, in okay, a Facebook so group, it must be true. Yes. Um. It's in a um, a my favorite murder, tea, fans crossover group. Hmm. I wonder if I can roll my eyes hard enough for this. <laughs> You should be promoting our podcast in this group, by the way. If it's people who like podcasts and tea, I don't see a reason why you aren't mentioning that we have a tea podcast. Okay, maybe I should. But also, you say a lot of things I could roll my eyes out. And you do. (laughs) And I do, but I just don't say it out loud. (laughs) But I can see it. Um, Um, Okay, so do you taste the pineapple? Wow. Um, Yeah, I taste the pineapple. Wow, wow, wow. um, Do I taste the mango and the papaya? Yes, thank you. I forgot all the other ingredients. Um, I do taste those other things. Uh, it's a very, it's a very sweet, fruity blend. It's, it's kind of like you ever have like, um, like Tropicana orange juice, but it's like the tropical blend, so it has like other flavors in it too. Mhm. 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 You have. Um, this kind, it kind of reminds me of that, like uh, an orange juice with extra flavor in it. <laughs> Okay. Um, do when you drink this, are you like, wow, this needs champagne in it and I gotta get drunk? Man, um I think that so so a regular Bellini would have like um like a fruit like puree sort of in it, or like or like a thicker, denser thing. So if you poured champagne in this, it's gonna be pretty watery. because uh, this is just tea. <laughs> um but no, I'm not craving I'm not craving the champagne in this. I honestly, if if you just if if I just drank this uh, without reading any copy or knowing that it's called the Beach Bellini, I would not have associated this with um, the cocktail at all. I would not have thought to be like, oh, just like the cocktail. Okay. <laughs> I wonder. I don't 
like it when they call things that don't make any sense. Um, as, I'm going to ask you a random question. What do you prefer, a mimosa or a bellini? I mean, I'm also, just to like get this out there, it's also like, it's, it's, it's saying beach bellini, but then there's no peach at all in this. So like, it's not a bellini at all. It's just three different fruits that aren't peaches in a thing. <laughs> um, mimosa or uh, bellini? I would pick bellini uh, if I was given the choice. Wow, I think I'd pick mimosa. Wow. Um, I will say that I drink a lot of orange juice. Um, I would go ahead and say I drink probably more orange juice than 99% of the population. I drink a lot of it. So if I'm going out for something special, a mimosa just isn't as special as it could be because uh, of how much orange juice I consume. <laughs> um, which is the same reason I don't really eat oranges. And uh, I will say my wife, Laura, is we buys oranges uh, a fair amount, and I don't eat many of them. And it's not because I dislike oranges. It's because I drink so much orange juice <laughs> that I need variety. You should make your own orange juice out of the oranges. Yeah, if I only see here's the thing though, I drink so much of it that I'm just like constantly make be constantly making orange juice. <laughs> you don't I don't understand the problem. My life is already me constantly doing the same things over and over again. <laughs> this would be a new thing to do over and over again. Yeah. Um Um I have yeah. a question for you. Did you read the copy? Um There isn't really a copy on here that's like fun. Okay, Other, good, because well, I, I found... I mean, I read that thing that's like the Splash of Summer thing. Oh. That was like the only thing that's different online is it says, is inspired by the classic champagne cocktail. Delicious, whether it's served hot or iced. Wow, it's almost as if you weren't listening to me say that exact sentence earlier. <laughs> I, I, did, I, I did miss that, but I do actually have a question based on that, that statement. Sure. Would this tea be good iced? Um, I guess. I don't, you know, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> Um, I, it's not a you're not don't convince me i don't well, here, care <laughs> would you want this tea iced um yeah I mean, maybe i can try it maybe i'll try one of these iced and i'll get back to you on that i i'm realizing that a, a thing with this tea and maybe this is a lot of teas and, and also how i think about iced tea in general is that a hot tea is going to have a, a, a stronger aroma than an iced tea and one of the one of the enjoyable parts about this is that it smells pretty nice so if I were to cool it down, I would lose that like sense of sense of smell for it. Okay. 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 Um, um, why do you think they chose to call this beach Bellini, even though it has no peaches in it, and therefore is no nothing like a Bellini? Uh, to trick people into buying it. <laughs> it's marketing. <laughs> it's so do you Starbucks. think they were like? You know. Where Where do you think they started? Do you think they started make a tea called Beach Bellini or they made the tea and were like, we could call this Beach Bellini? Oh, man. Um, I think. I think you have I think you have marketing experts who you give a product to and they come up with a name. So I think the name came second uh, and some drunk down at Starbucks was like, we should name this after the cocktail. <laughs> That's my thought. Okay. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, I kind of would think it would go the other way. Because they're like, make the tea called this thing. And they tried to put peach in it. And they couldn't get it to work. So then they took it out. And therefore the name got left behind. Or like, the name <laughs> kept going forward. But the peach got left behind. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I guess I, I think of someone has to invent the tea first is, is, is how my mind goes. Because like if I think of like this is a very markety name, like to call Beach Bellini. So so maybe this is the exception of the rule. But like, you know, if you think about like lots of other teas, it's not like some marketing company is like um, uh, Jasmine Green Tea or whatever. You know, like that's like somebody in somebody at the tea factory or whatever tea lab, like designed whatever tea they're doing. And then it got named like what it is, like a descriptive name. I don't know. Um, I don't know. What a tricky question. Hey, hey, man, I have a question for you. Oh, yeah, for me? Yeah. Would you describe this Beach Bellini Tea by Tivana, a subsidiary of Starbucks, as your cup of tea or 
Not your cup of tea. Um, hmm. Um, yeah, it's my cup of tea. It's, um, it's, it's, uh, I like that it's, I like that it's bagged in that I will probably, like, if I future have this, I'll probably just, like, make it as a one-off cup if I, if I felt like having something, uh, interesting. Uh, I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll, that, maybe I'll try that beach Bellini thing again. Um, because I feel like this is a tea you kind of, have to, you, like, I can imagine being in the mood for it, but I'd have to be in said mood for it. Um, okay. Probably won't be, usually with my teas, little inside info on how I drink my tea. I buy my tea in, generally in pretty large quantities. And then I like rotate through like a few teas for a few weeks or months or whatever. And then as like one of them runs out, then I like switch something into the rotation. Um, but when I don't have like a whole lot of it, then I'm like a little bit more precious with the tea. <laughs> so um, this one, I probably won't think to like, this one won't be like in that sort of regular rotation of things that I just go through, but you know, someday I'll be in the mood for this and I'll have it again and it'll be good. Okay. Uh, okay. There we go. That's that's Beach Bellini for you. That's how I feel about it. Well. Uh, Emily, if I'm not mistaken, you are also drinking a tea. Uh, what if I was like, I'm drinking Beach Bellini tea? <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Do you think, okay, it, I'm not drinking beach bling tea, but I do actually have, I do actually want to discuss this. Uh-huh. Let's say randomly we had the same teas, even though we're not recording in the same room right now. Mm-hmm. And like we hadn't planned it beforehand. Yes. Should we save it? And be like, oh my God, I have that exact same tea. Or should we tell each other like, you're like, I'm drinking this tea. It'd be like, I'm also drinking this tea. Um. Well, I do. I, I live. I live the TBD uh, mantra that it should be to be determined uh, and 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 not planned out. But I will say that my thoughts on it generally would be, um, if it, I think of it the way if it was topics. So say you and I both had the same topic on a, a double a double mini episode. <laughs> um, I would if say you went first and you said your topic and I was just gonna be like, I and I had the same one in my head. I would tell you. Um, because I wouldn't want to like double back on the topic. You know, I wouldn't want to like finish, like we do, we spend 50, you know, 10 to 15 minutes on it. And then we would be like, okay, now what's your topic, Matt? And I'd have to be like, oh, my topic's the same as yours. <laughs> and then it's like, where do we go? We just, end, we already ended the topic. So that's how I think. I agree, I agree with that about topics. I think with teas, because we wouldn't have to talk about it too much again. I do think there's something funny about being like, oh, by the way, we had the same teas. Let's talk about it again. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not, I wouldn't, you know what? I wouldn't be upset either way. Um, anyways, that's, I am not drinking beach Bellini. Um, I feel like I'm spiking and I'm so far away from the microphone. So I'm so sorry, listeners. Wow. Um, anyways, the tea I'm drinking is I, okay. So I'm also, I'm going to be frank with the listeners. I'm worried. I actually have had this tea before. Um, I made it and then. I got worried. I haven't had, I've had it before. Um, so both to Matt and the listeners, I'm sorry if I've had this before. I, Jeez. I'm about to get so mad. I, so part of the problem is, is that I don't really have an organization system of teas we've had on the pod and teas we haven't had on the pod. And I have a lot of teas, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, also this tea, I mostly chose cause I had one bag left. This is my last of these tea bags and I wanted to get rid of it. So I can open up a new tea and cycle one in, kind of like how you do. I want to cycle a new one in. Cycle them in. So I, I again, I, I really don't remember. I feel like maybe we've had this one before, but this is called elderberry elixir, and it contains elderberries, hibiscus, echinacea, lemongrass, and raspberries. And it's from the Couples Tea Company. Couples. I steep for four to five minutes, and sadly, no caffeine. Um, mine also is no caffeine, um, which I mostly chose not because I thought to not have caffeine tonight, but that I would like to save my caffeine ones for when I want them more. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I need caffeine today. Um, uh, I don't think I, I don't remember this. I don't remember this tea, but, um, perhaps a listener can uh, let us know if this is a duplicate or not. It doesn't sound familiar to me, but I also don't have all the teas memorized by heart. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, 
Do you want to ask me any questions? <laughs> no, let's just. Or do you want to talk? Uh, <laughs> how is it? Um, it's good. Um, I've had a lot of this tea. Um, I bought it over the summer and it came with a lot of tea. I actually bought it because elderberries are supposed to be good for your immune system. Um, so I bought it over the summer. It's a heck of a year for your, to need an, an immune system. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, um, I guess I don't 100% know what elderberries taste like, but it tastes like berries. Um, it has hibiscus in it. Um, I, don't, I guess I taste the hibiscus a little bit. I don't know what echinacea lemongrass tastes like. I definitely taste the raspberries. It's a, definitely a berry ET. It's basically like taking um, drinking hot juice. Hot juice. Um, <laughs> um, I will also say when we had our um, plum deluxes um, pea flower. Yes. Pea flowers. I threw some of those in with this tea because I got the kind that wasn't a tea and it just made things change colors. Yeah. So and you just wanted the fun. That, I just wanted the fun. Um, so I, I did add some of that in there. I do not believe it changed the flavor in any way. Um, yeah, it's just, they're just fun. <laughs> they're just fun. Um, yeah, it's a basically hot juice. I really enjoy this tea. I've had it many times. Um, this has my last bag. Um, Wow. Um, you waited till the very end to bring it on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you, uh, how, how much did you start off? Like, did have you had a lot of, like, <clears throat> you said you bought it over the summer and now you're finishing it up. Is that to say you were slow to drink it or that there was a lot of it? I would say it was a, not super slow to drink it, but there was a lot of it. Uh, I'm going to show you. It was like a mason jar full. Like it, I, I put it in this, but it was like pretty much filled up this whole thing. Okay. A mason jar sized amount of tea. Yeah. Um, but um, I actually, spoiler alert, I've made you a tea care package and I've told, told you this before and I haven't made it, made it to the post office, but this tea is in that care package for you. Wow. So you can have it separately from me. I should bring it on the podcast and then we can both have had the same tea, but at separate times. <laughs> oh, I assume that's what we would do. Oh, okay. Well, that's what we are doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, um, I, like, yeah. I only have, I think I have three, I now have three teas we haven't had on the podcast and two of them that I'm going to bring on. I only have a single bag of each and only ever had a single bag of each. So, um, Yeah. Running low. I gotta go buy some more. Although, actually, no. Wait, I just got a new tea. I take it back. I have four teas we haven't had on. Ooh. Um, but I gotta buy more tea. We'll see how. I mean, four teas. That's it's only four episodes. So. Um, all right. Um, do you have anything more you have to say about this tea, or should I ask you the question? No, it tastes good ice too. Great. Uh, <laughs> Emily. Um. Do you find this tea, name I can't remember at all other than the word Kupels is Elderberry it? elixir. Um, elderberry elixir. Um, do you find this to be your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea? It's my cup of tea, listener. Um, I'm mad. Finished. <laughs> I took my headphones out. I can't hear. Um, Emily finished the whole mason jar, so she must like it at least that much. It's true. Um, it's actually kind of a, I'd say, would you call that a big mason jar? Or, um, I actually realizing it might have been like an old no no it was a, it was a mason jar. It's it's a, yeah I'd say it's like not the biggest that exists but you know I gotta say it's pretty round but not that tall. It's like yeah it's uh it's got some round uh, yeah it's wider than it is or not <clears throat> wider than your average mason jar but not as tall as your average mason jar. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Emily was shaking her head desperately to let me know that it is not wider than it is taller, which is not what I wanted to say. <laughs> I was just like, that's wrong. It's just wrong. Yes. I, my words were uh, escaping me. Uh, um, tea talk done? Tea talk complete. Wow. We're checking in about the past topics. Matt, do you have anything you want to check in about? This has never been a topic, but every time you do snaps, I just think about the Adams Family theme song. And this, that one in particular, it had the same like Adams Family snap vibe. Yeah, but you've done it before for the check-in, I think. It's Not every tea. time, but 
It's the Adams Family. It's the TBD Podcast. Wow. Um, I don't think I had the right amount of syllables. I'd have to work on that one. I could totally make uh, Adams Family Values. Um, uh, both both Adams Family movies. The movies, a topic. Those are they're great. I love the movies. Uh, but uh, maybe sometime in the distant future, because I've got topics to galore. <laughs> um, do you have anything you need to check in with me about? Uh, checking in, huh? No, I don't think so. No, do I have anything I need to check in with you about? Um. <laughs> what a segment. <laughs> I Listen, I'm pretty sure I talked about Goodreads last week, which is really all I ever want to talk about. I've been entering a lot of giveaways on Goodreads. I still haven't won a book. I'm really mad about it. Um, I can't remember if you talked about that on the podcast or just with me. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm still, I'm still entering them. I just got a bunch of rejections yesterday. I have to go through and delete them. I got, I'm still trying to finish my book that I started in like October. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> um, we're going to start a book once you finish that book. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that's what I was thinking. Well, I mean, I didn't know you were reading a book right now. Yeah. What yeah, book yeah. are you reading right now? I'm still reading uh, the, the last book you know I was reading, Ender's Game. Oh, you gotta finish that book. I know, I know. Oh, well, I like it. It's just, let's just say I got busy for a couple months and things, I wasn't reading as much. <laughs> okay. Um, um, anyways, when you finish that book, we're gonna read another book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't that be neat if we both had the same topic on an episode one time? <laughs> Might just happen. Might just happen. Could happen. Um. Yeah. Okay, check it out. Yeah, we will check out of this wonderful segment of the check-in. Um, it's my topic time. <laughs> uh, go ahead, just tell us what it is. You're gonna intro. You're supposed to ask me. <laughs> I was I was ready to ask, and then you just like grabbed it. You grabbed it out of the air. It's like okay. a baseball was coming to you, and instead of hitting a home run, you just grabbed it and you threw it over the fence. <laughs> uh, which actually counts if you can catch if you can catch a 95 per mile per hour fastball with your bare hand and throw it over the fence. That counts. Did you know that? Does it really? Yeah. If you can do that, it counts. Is that in the rules? Uh, it's in my rules. <laughs> I mean, I guess. So like, so it's, we got to, we got to unpack this. Okay. Um, I guess if you get hit by a baseball yep. on your shoulder sure. and it goes wild, you are allowed to run to the next base. Uh, yeah, you can leisurely walk even. It's, it's a hit by yeah. pitch. So. So. But like if it goes rogue, other people can also run. Uh, if it hits you, it's a dead ball. So I don't think other people could run. Um, it's just a hit. It's just an automatic walk. I don't, that's a really, I think it's a dead ball. I think it's, uh, I think at that point, it's nobody can run. Although it's interesting because I don't know how far off a player it could actually ricochet. I don't think anyone would want to run off of a hit by pitch. <laughs> that would be a really long run, and the ball probably doesn't go very far from the catcher. <laughs> no. Um, but I'm guessing it's dead ball at that point. I think that's just the end of the play. Okay. Um, it's my topic. My topic is, listeners, it's air. Well, it's specifically my air fryer, but it's also air fryers generally. <laughs> Um, Ooh, this is my, okay. this is my thesis statement. If this is a three paragraph paper, this is my thesis statement. I love air fryer. It's my favorite kitchen appliance. I recommend everyone have an air fryer. Wait, it's can, a really bad thesis statement. Can we, yeah. can we, can we back up though? Can we, can we start even sooner? Because I barely am aware of what an air fryer is. Even like um, I'm legitimately barely, barely aware. So could you so explain? Can I tell you something? Yes. My first thing I was going to say after this was, Matt, what do you think an air fryer is? <sighs> okay. It has, it's a fryer, but it's not. I'm going to assume that it's, it has nothing to do with frying at all, other than it's a replacement for frying, um, which in that regard, technically not a fryer. Um, is, that, is that right so far? <laughs> yeah. Uh, legally speaking, not a fryer. And what I'm going to say is it's, is it's probably 
kind of like a toaster oven in that it cooks food mm-hmm. on, in an unfried way. I'm guessing, though, it must have something to do with heating the air instead of heating like the coils. So instead of, um, let's see, what do we got? Conduction, convection, and what's the third way of heating things? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Radiant, radiant heat. I think those are the three. So let's see. It must be now. An, hmm, it must be some sort of weird conduction thing where it's heating the air so hot that just touching the air is what is cooking the food. That's my guess. <laughs> okay, here, here's the Wikipedia definition of an wait. Wait, air. first, can you rate my definition? <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't know. Oh. Yikes. You got you got a little bit into the weeds with convection versus the other one and you know <laughs> no one no one needed to go into those weeds, but I thought it was good. I think it's well, we'll see what the definition is because I think it's important once we if we get there. <laughs> go ahead. An air fryer is a small countertop convection oven designed to simu- simulate deep frying without submerging the food in oil. A fan circulates hot air at high speed, producing a crisp layer via browning reactions such as the Maillard reaction. I'm pretty sure I heard one of those methods of heating in that definition that I had previously yeah, brought up. Yeah, but it didn't get into the weeds of it. Well, I was just trying to think. I actually, I actually named the wrong one, which I... Uh... I was trying to like, I was trying to outsmart, I was trying to outsmart the definition. (laughs) Um, I will say um, this definition um, referenced the, the Maillard, whatever, Maillard reaction. I've never heard of that before. So I also followed the Wikipedia page on it. It's a chemical reaction between amino acids and reducing sugars. It gives browned foods. It's a distinctive flavor. Interesting. Um, didn't yeah. know that there was a word for that. Um, anyways, an it's air like fryer a, is... It's the chemical change of like when you toast, like how you can't untoast bread. Yeah, it also referenced marshmallows too. Um, I'm just letting you know, I never heard of that phrase before. An air fryer is basically a kitchen appliance that cooks food really fast. Mm-hmm. And it does like, a, it makes it feel a little bit fried, but like healthier. I'm going to do a weird, I'm going to do a weird, it's not even really a check-in, but I'm back, I'm back, backing up into the check-in a little bit for just a moment. Uh, there's a podcast I listen to. It's now called, uh, what is it even called now? It got, it got a name change. Um, it's called The Distraction and it is up by this website called Defector. And on the episode about podcasts that we had some time ago, I said, I used to listen to the Deadspin podcast or the Deadcast. Deadspin is no longer a website or well the old Deadspin retired there's a new Deadspin whatever I don't read that but there's a new website called Defector they have this podcast called The Distraction and every Christmas um, or most Christmases they do a special episode where they go through the Williams-Sonoma Christmas catalog and identify products in the catalog that are ridiculous and or not necessarily ridiculous, but maybe just like really overpriced or, 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 or maybe their ridiculousness comes from their overpricedness. At any rate, apparently this year in the Williams-Sonoma catalog, they, they jokingly said, although I don't know what the true number is, that half of the products in the catalog were something and an air fryer built into it. <laughs> so it was like toaster oven and an air fryer. And it was like a food processor with an air fryer. And it, it seemed to be possibly this year's thing that they were mashing into every uh, appliance. <laughs> I did know that um, there are like um, what are they called? It starts with an I. Doesn't um, matter. Like okay. rice cook. No, I don't think rice cookers. What are they called? Doesn't matter. There, they do blend air fryers in with things. And to let's not judge what other people buy. Um, Spin podcast. Well, I think it was usually, um, it was usually because like William Sonoma is kind of known for being a little over the top. Um, both in price and in like what you're actually like getting. Like even you probably say like, I mean, I don't know how much your air fryer costs, but like William Sonoma is probably is like twice as much money or whatever, just because it's the, the William Sonoma one. Yeah. I will say mine was very affordable. It was my housewarming present. Let's go. Let's talk about my air fryer. Um, so 
Uh, when I was home in, like, from March to June, my parents have an air fryer. And I never really experienced one before that. But my dad would, like, make lunches in it and, like, would use it all the time. And I was like, I gotta get myself an air fryer. So I did. When I moved into my new apartment, my housewarming gift to myself, to me, Yep. was an air fryer. It's the color I want all of my kitchen appliances to be, like a robin's egg blue, in my dream, in my dream of dreams... The kitchen of my future. I have a Robin's Egg Blue KitchenAid mixer. It all matches. It's beautiful. Anyways, my air fryer matches. Although it's not KitchenAid. Um, and it was very affordable. I don't remember exactly how much it was, but I was like, that's not that bad. Um, and it sits on my countertop. Well, technically it sits right next to my Keurig. Which is where I get my hot water. Um, this is all very which is not important. <laughs> technically a countertop because it's on a microwave cart. Um, <laughs> you thought I was getting in the weeds. <laughs> okay. Do we need to go over your, your math conversation we had last week? I think people have had enough of that one. <laughs> um, so my air fryer, I'm obsessed with it. I use it multiple times a week to cook. I think it makes cooking kind of funner. These are the things... I like to make it. And we're going to go through these one by one. Well, one, so it does, to me, simulate the feeling of being fried. Is it exactly the same? No, of course not. But I've made pretty, pretty good French fries in it um, that taste really good. Um, and um, I've made, and so like that is good. And I've also made really good um, Brussels sprouts that are almost like fried Brussels sprouts. Um... I have not quite perfected the Brussels sprouts. I feel like I did them really well once and I haven't been able to replicate. I don't know why I didn't save that recipe, but I also think I changed what the recipe said, which was the core of the problem. Now I can't remember what I did. <laughs> um, but my air fryer is fun and I recommend anyone to get an air fryer. Here's some things I've made. Brussels sprouts. Kale chips. Actually, this is why I want to talk about this today. Yesterday I had a bunch of kale and I was like, I don't want to eat a salad. I don't want to. I don't want to. So What'd I was you like, do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some kale chips. Something I've made many times. Something I would have never made because it would have taken, been so annoying in the oven. You, all, all I did was put some olive oil and some salt on the kale and put it in the air fryer for five minutes, and they were done. That's it. Does uh, does the air fryer make noise? Yes. Yes. How, what and does it, it mean, sound like? So it works by because it like the, it heats up like the definition said the air like heats up and it like circulates all around, yep. and so it makes that noise like it's not it does, is kind of it's not super loud but it's not quiet. Does it sound like a microwave at all? No. Does it sound like like a vent on like a, on either a microwave or, or something else like the just the vent noise? I guess I get vent noise. Like sort of air. I mean, I'm thinking like air blowy noise or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which to me, I'm thinking vent. Um, does it does it does it have like a, a timer on it, or do you just cook it for however long you think? Okay, so you can get extremely fancy air fryers. You can get less extremely fancy air fryers. There's like a wide range. Mine, I can set it for a time and a temperature. Whoa. And it's from like three hundred to like four fifty the the temperature range um how fancy is your parents air fryer it is a little fancier but not much fancier mm. it's digital mine well i guess mine is a little bit digital it has more it has more controls okay um what are what are like what are the other sort of set so like uh okay so i i know it's not the same thing as a toaster oven or a microwave but um, it's in the same genre of thing as those. And yeah, kitchen appliances. I, f- I feel, well, more than just appliance, but like um, specifically like a cooking appliance. Cooking um, appliance that's that basically does the same thing as an oven, but faster. I guess yes. that's sort of where it comes in. Um, so, uh, and I know like toaster ovens and microwaves and things have like lots of like crazy options that I don't even know how to use. I don't, I can't even do half the things my, my microwave or toaster oven does. Um, are there crazy features on yours or, 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 uh, that you either do know how to use or don't know how to use? Um, 
Okay, one, what the one appliance I was thinking of earlier was an Instapot. Mm. People like those. Yes. I don't have one of those. Um, I mean, listen, I'm not that familiar with the complete range of air fryers. I do know a lot of times they come like they're Instapot air fryer combinations, which I think is pretty crazy. I think there might have been one um, of those certain, in that Williams-Sonoma catalog. <laughs> um, I'm certain you could get, like, one to hook up to your Wi-Fi and, like, talk to it, but... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned about the smart ones. What Does yours have anything crazy? Does, oh, you no, do or it's, just temp, it's just temperature and time. Okay, there aren't buttons for... There isn't, like, a Brussels sprout button on it? <laughs> no, Much like how microwaves really fun, have... Though popcorn buttons um okay um Um, what's the um what's the what's the hardest thing you've ever made in it or in any of them so i can't get brussels sprouts right Mm -hmm. i did that one time i can't get them crispy enough um i have made i've never really made meat in it but i know you can I think I should say this. The thing I like about my air fryer is that it makes things go faster. And I feel like because it simu- like simulates the like fry feeling, yep. I can like make interesting foods I would never normally have made in my apartment. Um but what was your question? I'm sorry. Um, I asked what the hardest thing you made in it is. Oh, the <laughs> hardest thing I made. Um, I've made avocado fries multiple times. Um, and it's not so much that it's hard. So the thing, it's easy in the air fryer. It's more I, the battering it right to get the creaminess on the inside and the crispiness on the outside. Um, and then you have to like do a double batter with eggs and stuff. And that's sometimes I've messed it up and I don't know how. I messed it up, but avocado fries were kind of difficult. Kale chips took a while to perfect because I kept either burning them or they would still be like juicy. Hmm. Like how, like not quite fried enough. Not fried enough. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, do you ever fry things? Um, not in your air fryer. Like, is that something that is worth your time to you? <laughs> um, well, I've never had a fryer as a kitchen appliance and i'm too afraid to like put a bunch of oil on the stove to like fry things that way because it's so much oil on a stove um sure and that makes me nervous so i've never done that i used to fry chicken all the time uh i haven't done it in years but it used to be a thing i would do just on top of the stove Mm -hmm. i'd burn myself not like (laughs) I'm, uh, you know me, Emily, I'm not deformed in any way, but I would burn myself pretty good doing it. Probably why I don't do um, it as much. Why don't you do it as much? Cause I would, uh, cause I'd burn myself. I, <laughs> that's exactly the answer. Okay. So might I suggest an air fryer and just try it out? Um, I, I, whenever you mention an air fryer, I, I think it sounds neat. I, I feel like you maybe think I don't think it's neat, but, um, I, I think it sounds plenty neat to me and I, I uh, can tell that you really like it, and I think it sounds like a perfectly good kitchen uh, appliance to have. So I have nothing against owning an air fryer. Uh, whether I will buy one or not is a different story. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've also my, the thing I want to make next are onion rings, which I've been wanting to make for a while because I think I could pull them off. That would be fun. Yeah. Onion rings in my air fryer. Um, I think that'd be similar to how I've made avocado fries. Yeah, I mean, you got to batter it, right? You just got to batter it. I also want to make, like, fried zucchini, but, like, battered, like, it's like onion rings, but zucchini. Uh, Yeah, I've had, Uh like, uh, zucchini chips. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are things I want to try, but I've also, it's great for warming up leftovers from, like, a restaurant. You put it in there. That's great. Um, I also, it's just, like, the thing I would recommend most using it for is to roast vegetables. Because in a regular oven, roasting vegetables can take like an hour and it takes so long. And you're still like, ugh, these aren't crispy enough or these aren't these aren't roasty enough. These aren't what I want. 
But I roasted uh, up some vegetables last night in my air fryer. And I don't want to toot my own horn. But my blend of seasonings and I cooked the potatoes in the celery root. Yes, I got a celery root. And yes, I put it in my roasted vegetables. Sure. Very <laughs> fancy. I roasted those for 10 minutes. And then I threw in the peppers and the onions for the 20 other minutes. Well, technically, I did 10 minutes. And I was like, these aren't done. I'm going to put them in there for another 10 minutes. And in a half an hour, I had so many roasted vegetables that were delicious. And the peppers were just the way I wanted them to be. And the onions were nice and tender, but also good. And the potatoes were both a little crispy like I like them to be, but not super crispy. <laughs> and like like soft on the inside. Very nice. Yes. I have I, I this makes me this I have a line of questioning now. This is okay. this is really a discussion because this this makes me think of something that I actually do find pretty fascinating. So, do you you had an air fryer growing up as well? No. When did that enter your When did that enter your parents' life? <laughs> How old were you? I, I mean, we got we got it like a year ago. Oh, okay. It's very very new. It's very new. Um, because I actually find I find this like concept of like what people uh, think of as normal in their kitchen to be somewhat interesting because uh, so say so growing up. Um, I'll, let me tell you all the things that my uh, kitchen had. We had a thing, uh, we called it a refrigerator. I don't know if you had one of those. Uh, we had a thing called a stove. Um, we had a thing called a, a dishwasher. Now that that's now we're getting fancy, I think. But um, uh, let's see, what else did we have? Uh, we had a coffee maker, an old school one where you put the, gr the, the coffee grinds into it. Um, these are some appliances. Uh, we also had a microwave. I did not own, my parents did not own a, 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 an air fryer or a toaster oven. And uh, still no toaster oven in my parents' house, no toaster oven. It took me until I was uh, later, like into my first or second, no, my second apartment before I ever had a toaster oven. And now I'm like, oh wow, why did I never have a toaster oven before? Because uh, it's honestly like the way that I reheat I reheat things in the toaster oven. Like it's way better than the oven. Or if I wanted to roast vegetables, like uh, your aforementioned Brussels sprouts or asparagus, um, I would do those in the toaster oven because yes, it does. It's like in order to like preheat an oven and put it in there, like that is such an undertaking, but a toaster oven can, can do it, do it pretty fast. So my question I suppose is, <laughs> have you ever had a toaster oven? <laughs> um, so no, I mean, we can make this whole topic about kitchen appliances, one of my great passions. Um, but so we, growing up, we, I don't think we, we had a toaster. Oh yes, we had a toaster as well. Toaster and toaster oven, I find to not be even close to the same appliance, despite the name. <laughs> um, I will say in my Wikipedia article about um, uh, to, uh, air fryers, they compare them to toaster ovens, so. They are both convection style cooking. <laughs> yeah. But, so, I have never, I'm trying to think, maybe at my apartment in New Jersey, we had a toaster oven. But that's never, that's not an appliance I would think to have. Uh, I'd say much like uh, an air fryer is not one that I think to have. Because, um, I mean, it sounds like, a, I mean, they don't, I'm not going to say they do the same thing, nor would they replace one another, because... Um, I do think they have different qualities to them, but I will say that there are some, there's some overlap between the two of them um, in their like, uh, yeah, there's maybe some redundancy. If you owned both, there would maybe be some redundancy between the two of them. <laughs> I will say, according to the Wikipedia article, it says some reviews have found that regular convection ovens or convection toaster ovens produce better results. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like you were saying some things that I don't know if I would ever make them in a toaster oven. Like, I don't think I would make like the um, the uh, avocado stuff you were saying, uh, I could see my I could see kale chips working in it. Um, I don't think the onion rings. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, and I just haven't explored the full scope of a toaster oven. <laughs> um, um, as mentioned, as mentioned, there are settings that I don't even play with. So, <laughs> how how big is your toaster oven? Uh, size of a bread box. Yeah, so it's not super big. I feel like you can fit a little more in an air fryer. There's also way bigger air fryers than mine. I will um, say there. I've, I mean, I've had bigger. There are bigger and smaller toaster ovens because, and I've this. I'm on my second one that I've had in my uh, in, in in 
in my life, I'm on my second toaster oven. And my previous one was, was in fact, much larger than my one now. My one now, you can barely fit uh, four sliced bag like halves of bagels in it if you want to if you want to like, basically two bagels cut in half making four halves you can fit that in my toaster oven but that's about it but i've had previous ones where you could put like you know like four slices of pizza in it or something like that um just my one now is a little bit smaller and i would be remiss <laughs> if i did not mention that my youtube channel has an unboxing video of me <laughs> taking this toaster oven out of its box from about four four years ago i think um, and it's, it's sort of a goofy unboxing, but it is my most popular video I've ever put out, <laughs> I think because people were searching for reviews on this toaster oven. So if the listeners want to know exactly how big my toaster oven, you can go onto my YouTube channel and watch me take it out of the box. Um, <laughs> so going back to like a kitchen appliances and like what we think we need. So I don't have a very big kitchen. Like I don't have a lot of extra space for appliances or I would definitely have a beautiful KitchenAid mixer. It's one of my life goals. I'm not kidding about that. Yep. Um, but um, I like, I have enough room to have like my air fryer, but like there's lots of people, like one of my friends has an Instapot, but because she has an Instapot, she doesn't have room for an air fryer, which is why it does actually make sense to mix these things together. Yeah. Um, William Sonoma mockers. Um, they don't. They don't um, need any more bootlickers, Emily. <laughs> um, but I, I don't actually know what an Instapot is for, and I don't know completely what the purpose is. Like what their job is in a kitchen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I mean, most of these things that these appliances are are for can be done in the oven or done on the stove. Or there's like a smaller or cheaper version or a handheld version. Yeah. But there's something fun about having these appliances. Like, yes, I could roast vegetables in the oven. I'm perfectly capable. It's the exact same process. You cut them up, you put them in the oven. This way you're cutting them up and you're putting them in the air fryer. But one, it takes less time. And two, I do think it tastes a little different and better. Also, I forgot to say this earlier. In my roasted vegetables last night, there were carrots, and the carrots were delicious. What an interesting thing to have to go back to. <laughs> I just had listed um, other things in my roasted vegetables. Yeah. And I forgot to mention the carrots, and the carrots were very good. Um, if you were to make toast, how would you do it? Would you put it in your air fryer? Um, or would you not make it? <laughs> so I very rarely want to make toast. I don't own a toaster. Um, yeah. It's not something I've ever really thought about needing. If I needed to toast something, I would just put it in the oven. I guess I could use my air fryer, but I've never even like thought about it. I, I will say a toaster oven, even though I said is very different from a toaster earlier, you can toast toast in it. <laughs> because I don't, uh, I don't own a toaster anymore, um, and, but I'd rather have a toaster oven than a toaster. Because even though a toaster oven is larger than a toaster, it's not by much. Um, also, a toaster yeah. is really only good for toasting toast. Yeah. And eggos. Uh, yeah, and maybe bagels if you get one of those really big ones, the bagel slots. Yeah. Um, maybe. Um, I, I guess, so if like a recipe or if I have like a hamburger buns and I want to toast them, I do toast them in the oven. I could do it in the air fryer. That's something I could try. Actually, I have seen many recipes for cookies and things um, that cooks cookies in an air fryer and it's faster. And I do want to try it. I don't think I have the right rack. I think I would need a flatter rack. I'd have to look into that. But I have, I also want to try like sweet things in my air fryer, which I have not done yet. And I know you can. Well, uh, hopefully, yeah, try that out. See how it works out. Um, explore new things with your air fryer. <laughs> uh, we'll have um, to get someone on this podcast who knows what an Instapot is someday and then they can tell us how great that is. And. <laughs> um, I just, I know my dad's been using theirs for a little bit more more often. Um, that is another, there's been a lot of new appliances that have come out that I don't, maybe they existed when I was a kid, but they weren't as like either commercially available or as like financially available. Cause like my air fryer, I think it was definitely less than a hundred dollars. I think it was less than 60. I think, like, air, I mean, an air fryer I'd have to assume is uh 
is uh, part of like the health craze at some point like that came about. I mean, I don't know when they invented the air fryer, but I feel like it's, it sounds like something out of a, a health, a spike in yeah. healthiness at some point. Well, if you're curious, I am convection's ovens have been in wide use since 1945. In 2010, Philips introduced the air fryer brand of convection oven at a consumer electronics fair in Berlin. What year was that, did you say? 2010. It used the patented rapid air technology. I guess this would explain why you did not have this growing up. <laughs> yeah, no, they haven't been around for a while. Um, so toaster, toaster oven's been around a long time. I never had one until I was like 24, probably, or something. Um. Uh, I probably would, I used to have a toast. I had a toaster before that. And now I don't, I'm like, I'll never own it. I'll probably never own a toaster again. Cause it's like, whatever. Why would I need a well, toaster? For me, it's really about counter space and like what I want and what I have space for. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I'm any different than that. I mean, I might have a little more counter space than you. Uh, you do. But I, well, I am aware, but I'm being polite. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't cover it in appliance. Like I honestly... I'm like, it's good. It's good where it is. There's enough things on here already with just <laughs> the uh, the toaster oven. And I have my microwave is like, I have a microwave, but it's hoisted. So that's good. <laughs> it's not yeah. like on the counter. Mm -hmm. um, how often do you use your microwave? My microwave? Um, it probably gets used. Well, I, it's funny because I use the timer on it all the time for tea. Um, so in that regard, every single day. But to cook things, probably, I mean, four or five times a week, well, there'll be something like melting butter in it or something like that, or yeah. um, other things of that nature. Or actually, I heat up I heat up cups of cold tea in it too. <laughs> oh, I that's I would say that's my most used reason to have a microwave. In fact, fun story: when I lived at my first apartment in New York, we didn't have a microwave, and my tea would get cold. And I'd be like, how am I, I don't want to throw away this tea. It's cold. I need a microwave to warm up my tea. And I asked for it for Christmas solely so I could microwave my tea and heat it up. Here you go. And like, there's obviously other functions for a microwave and I use it for other things. I think but that was like the reason I asked for it. That's a good reason. I think, the, I think At a, one... a microwave is my first ever like adult, uh, like, like apartment purchase I made myself was a, was a microwave. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I can remember at my old apartment, I would, there were, one time I was like so sad about my tea getting cold that I poured it into a little pan and heated the stuff. <laughs> it's like, um, this is the saddest thing I've ever done. Um, that's the saddest thing you've ever done. Interesting. That's an exaggeration. Um, um, but do, I think it's weird, cause like microwaves didn't exist. I don't know exactly when they invented, but I mean, they've, and they've been around for a while, but like, what did people do to melt butter and heat their tea and, uh, and microwave it? <laughs> they didn't have a microwave. They put on the, they put on the stove. Well, I, I was asking as a question. Maybe, oh. maybe a word got cut out there. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess you just do it on the stove. I mean... I used to, I used to always, I used to almost exclusively um, make my hot water for my tea in the microwave. And then somewhere along the line, I got a tea kettle. And that's when I started like always doing um, water on the stove. But before that, I used to heat up all my tea in the, in the, in the microwave, which now that I say it, I was, I was an abomination back then. <laughs> um, but yeah. I used to heat up my tea in a microwave, <laughs> like my hot water. Yeah, I just I'm like I feel like now I'm I'm beyond that. I don't know. Not not to be not to belittle anyone who isn't beyond that because it's fine. You be you. But I like my kettle now. <laughs> I would say you're a tea snob now. Back then you weren't. And you know what? It's okay. Cuz I'm uh, a tea snob too. Yeah. Well, when I used to at my job, I used to not have there used to not be a tea kettle at all. And now there's an they have there <clears throat> even when I used to go to my office, there was a, a, a plug-in kettle that you could use. So that's actually a neat appliance that I don't own that if I didn't own a kettle that went on the stove, I would probably buy an electric one at this point because they, they're pretty neat. <laughs> um, anyways, topic done. Um, well, I have one last thing to say. Good. I recommend an air fryer. I'll let you know if I ever make my onion rings. I love my air fryer. 
I'm happy I bought it. It's my favorite kitchen appliance. Wow. Um, do you think you could heat tea in it? I mean, you could. <laughs> Good. Topic done? <laughs> I mean, you could heat tea in an oven. Oh, good idea. Why would you? Good idea. I don't know. Why would you heat it up on a stovetop in a pan? <laughs> I was desperate. Also, I think it makes so much more sense to put a to heat it up on the stovetop than in the oven. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I'm just te- I'm pulling your leg. Okay. T- topic done. All right. Emily, do you have anything you want to plug? In two days, the 21st of uh, January. Um, I don't know if I plugged this on the last episode, but on the 25th, the new season of our the Armory Lightning Team starts, and my team has a show. Um, we're still, we just met, although we have been a team for like six months now. Maybe less than that? Not sure. We have not just met. Um, wow. But the show, it's on Zoom at 7. Um, and if you would like to view it, Email the podcast, I'll put you on the list. There you go. Uh, you did plug that last week, but you know what? This week's closer to the show than last week was, so I say, you know, double plug it. Hell yeah. <clears throat> because speaking of double plugs, <laughs> um, I would like to I would like to replug um, my thing from um, uh, that I plugged last week, but it's still my sketch. It's my latest sketch. It's called Any Beer Served Light. And last my- week I, I was a little I was a little I was hedging my bets about whether I remembered the right title, but this is indeed the night, the title of that sketch. It has my favorite actor in it. Me? Me. Well, what a thing to say about me. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys heard that Emily said that I'm her favorite actor. Um, That's absolutely not what I said, because I'm pointing to me. She's. I said me, and then she said me, and I just assumed that meant she... It was agreement. Me! Um, the best Taylor Swift song. And um, Maybe that's fun of me. you can also check out my YouTube channel for uh, a toaster oven unboxing video. You have to scroll all the way to the bottom for that one, but it's it's uh, it's fun, I guess. <laughs> um, if you haven't yet already, make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast uh, and uh, follow us on, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TBD Podcast. And if you want to email Emily about tickets to that show or, um, or you know, whatever you want to call them, uh, or to give us a complaint, a compliment, any of those things. Why would you not call it a show? Uh, I Ticket was the part that I was, I don't know if it's considered a ticket. Oh, that's uh, true. It's permission to watch this thing or a link or whatever. You're getting, you're put on the list. You're put on a list. At any rate, it, I, I'm, I'm differentiating between being put on a list and getting a ticket. It's like Will Call. <laughs> okay, um, I think that's fair. And uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, no offense to your show. Um, apologies to uh, We Just Met. Um, anyways, I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt Emily. Bye.